1: What's up? Everything! Medicare! Podcast Nation! This is Christian Brindle. Wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today, thank you so much for taking the time. This is episode 179. And I have a guest with me today that I'm so excited about. Um, and I've been really looking forward to having Imani, someone that I've known since the actual beginning of my career. Um, I have Scott Huser with the Kellogg Insurance Organization. Scott Thank you for being here. I'm so glad we actually made this happen. Yeah, it's uh, taken a little longer than I I thought we uh,
0: we should have um, to get me on this podcast, but uh, it's great to be with you, Christian.
1: Hey, well, it's 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 mostly my fault because I I mean we originally had this scheduled for a couple of months ago, and I had the I got I literally woke up the morning of the interview with the flu. I know. <laughs> I thought it was the coronavirus at first, or something, but. <laughs> And um, so it's my fault that it didn't happen sooner, but I, I'm glad we were able to make it happen. Um, so Scott has a has quite an interesting background. When I first met Scott, he was actually um, the market manager for my home state of Utah for United Healthcare. Um, so Scott, talk a little bit about your journey, how you got into the insurance industry, um, and just just talk about how what 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 transpired to kind of get you to where you are today.
0: Okay, yeah. So I uh, used to work in the financial Realm of things. I worked as a, a branch manager with Wells Fargo Bank and Zion's Bank in Utah, and during that time, one of my neighbors um, started to sell Medicare, and he he kept telling me, "Hey, you should take a look at this." And I kept laughing. I'm like, "How do you support a family on selling Medicare insurance?" <laughs> he, he, he just kept he kept uh, pestering me. And finally what happened is he got hired on at United Healthcare to run their broker division for the state of Utah. And and I was, I was kind of jealous to be honest, because he told me what the job was, and I'm like, that's my dream job. That's where I want to, that's what I want to do. I wanna help people with healthcare. And I just would have never thought in a million years Medicare. Well, six months later, um, there was a job opportunity with United Healthcare in Utah. And I went out and posted for the position. I actually went and passed the health ex- ex- uh, health insurance exam in um, six days. So Dang. yeah, I, I've heard people have done it in two days, but six days is pretty quick.
1: Yeah, so a yeah. lot
0: of cramming and passed the exam because I felt like if they were going to hire me, I better have insurance license at least since I had no um, background in the insurance side of things. So I went through the interview process and somehow they hired me. So. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they pretty excited about what I could bring because I'd bring an outsider's view to Medicare. And that's what uh, started me with Healthcare. And shortly after joining with uh, United Healthcare, my friend left. And overnight, I went from having the least amount of agents that I was responsible for to having the most agents Within United Healthcare, wow. I had 100 agents. I was responsible for Utah, Spokane, Washington, as well as Idaho. Wow!
1: <laughs> wow!
0: There, there was one day my first year. I wanted to quit because I uh, looked at my phone and I had over 200 missed calls from <laughs> insurance agents. Jeez so i i uh the feelings I have about that is i I got fire hose trained in this industry, so you, you know I might only have seven years on my resume, but I really feel like I have twenty five years of experience because you can only imagine having a thousand agents coming at you with all right. the questions, concerns, anything that's going on in the market. I, I felt like I knew it pretty well. The one piece that I was missing though is more with the interaction with actual ben- Medicare beneficiaries. I was used to dealing with agents. And so um, what happened is um, two years ago, Ron Kellogg of Kellogg Insurance Marketing, which both of us are a part of mm-hmm. Kellogg, um, we, we, got, we sat down and started talking because I had four job opportunities um, two of which was to move up within United Healthcare. One was to go work for somebody within Kellogg, and then another one was to work outside of Kellogg. Well, when I told Ron about all of these options, he's had over fifty years of experience. He goes, "Better yet, why don't you work for me?" There's the catch. <laughs> yeah. You got to move to the East Coast, and so that's what started the journey of my wife and I. She's been in the business for over four years now. So she's actual agent as well. Um, But uh, so we moved our family. We have three boys, moved across the country, started the agency from ground zero. We had nobody. Right now we have 60 insurance agents um, from North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina, um, down to Florida. Um, Also a few in Utah. But that's um, kind of our journey. So it's been quite the experience. Um, So what I was kind of getting back to is I really understood Medicare from a um, experience between me and the agent. It was totally different when I started actually working with individuals um, on Medicare. And you really need to find the right agents um, when you're making those decisions. Because I'll tell you one thing, when I was dealing with a thousand agents as well as the 60 agents I have, not all of them are created equally. You want <laughs> to make so sure true. you find somebody that knows what they're talking about because there's a lot of agents that I would never put my um, family members or friends in front of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you know that as well as I do, Christian.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You've you got to make sure that you find somebody that knows what they're doing or at least has somebody um, in their um, upline hierarchy that they can go to, to get the right answers. So that's kind of my journey. Hopefully, you know, that was maybe a longer than it needed to be, but that's kind of,
1: it was great. It was great. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, um, kind of piggybacking on what you said about the agents there for a second, you know, um, I think that, you know, I think there's two types of agents out there. I think there are agents that can, that can change your life and there's agents that can destroy your life. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I, I, I think you're a hundred percent spot on with that. And you've seen, you've seen both of sides of that spectrum, probably more than anybody. I can only imagine that, like, you know, and one thing, the one thing that I always, you know, really, you know, noticed and admired about you when you were, you know, the, the, the market manager for Utah, for United was, you know, they were, they're the biggest, they were the biggest company market share wise in Utah and it wasn't even close, um, and so because of that, you probably were just as busy, if not busier than any other market manager, you had more going on more agents wanting your attention. And you always, you know, were, you, you you always were right there with an answer, you know, you were so fast at responding. And not only that, when you did respond, you were helpful, you know, like you, you taught me things that I never knew before, which we're going to get into in a second here. But um, so, you know, I just wanted to just let, I, I don't know if I've ever told you that, you know, like you are my favorite market manager in Utah because of that reason, because, you were, because you're smart, you, you figure things out, you know, that were above your job description, you know?
0: Well, I appreciate that. We, and that was the one thing is in, in Utah, we only had 300,000 Medicare eligibles. So as a trainer, I had to look for ways to help our beneficiaries out and look for creative ways because a lot of individuals just don't know about the benefits that they can get. Um, and kind of go back towards that, or when we were talking about agents, not all being created equally,
1: mm. it was
0: interesting in my position, I would have agents come to me and go, Scott, have you looked at X, Y, Z plant in Utah? Have you seen those smoking benefits? And my <laughs> first question would be, what's their network? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, Well, it has university of Utah hospital and that's it. <laughs> or it was XYZ hospital. That's it. I'm like, so you're telling me, as professional as you are, that you're going to tell somebody that's over 65 that's going to run into health issues to go on to one of these plans. And I just, stuff like that just drove me nuts. Because yeah. my dad had an esophagus cancer. I don't know if you knew about that, Christian. Mm-hmm. No, and I didn't. The first thing I thought about wasn't what copay, what um how much the hospital stay was. The first thing I thought about, can he go to any doctors? Can he right. go to any specialist that he wants to? And that was the first thing that came to my mind. And I, I and I think about these other agents out there that would go tout a plan that didn't have all the network of doctors. You can't put a price tag on that.
1: Right. Absolutely. Not. That. Yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, I, and, and that's the thing that's always, you know, I just, I've never quite understood, you know, like I've, I've talked to some agents here locally in the market, but also other markets too. And they're like, you know, especially like in Florida, you know, they're like, they'll be like, Whoa, you know, we're selling this plan and it's selling like hotcakes and it's got this great part B give back. I'm like, Uh Oh, I'm like, well, that's, that's good. That's great. I'm I'm like, and then I, you know, but I'll be in the market too. And I'll be like, how do you get around it? Not having you know, 75% of the hospitals and they're like, well, we just have them change their doctors and do this and do that. I'm like, that is not okay. You know, I'm like, it's not worth it. Not Not at all. And one thing I, one thing I always, you know, loved, you know, when you were here in Utah as the market manager is, you know, I would never want to miss one of your, your trainings right before AEP, because, (laughs) you know, um, for those of you who don't know, you know, a lot of these insurance carriers, you know, have these, you know, Pre, you know, annual election period and enrollment period rollout meetings right beforehand to where they basically it's their it's their it's their time to basically talk up their products and talk about why it's time to sell their products and you know every year we'd go and Scott would just blow it out of the park you know for for United he would come in and be like he'd be like he he'd he'd lay it all out and he and and he'd have this swagger to it and it was just so awesome because. and and it was basically you know um comparing it to the other companies in the market at the time and it was like listen these other companies don't got anything on what we're doing and it was true <laughs> um I got to tread a little lightly cuz it, otherwise it sounds like I'm biased towards one company or something like that. Well,
0: well I noticed what shirt you're wearing so you, you, <laughs> yeah. You're wearing yeah. Today. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not one of those A company or H company shirts.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh Scott, let let me shift gears to this for a second. So with everything going on with the, with with, you know, with with the virus as we talk about this right now, Talk about your current view in the, in the Medicare world. What kinds of plans are people buying from your experience in your markets? What are people not getting coverage for that they probably should? Two-part question.
0: Yeah. So we're really, in our market, we write a lot of Medicare Advantage plans. So when I train agents, there's a reason why we sell a lot more Medicare Advantage plans than a supplement. We'll, we'll sell maybe a supplement every 20 policies. I'm not wow. saying supplements are bad, um, but once I sat down with the individual and explained benefits, they're kind of going, oh, I understand why I would go on to a Medicare Advantage plan. I was doing community sales events for United Healthcare here in North Carolina. Between three days, I had over 80 individuals that showed up for these meetings. Wow. Um, these are all beneficiaries having questions about X, Y, Z, you know, all sorts of from A to Z um, with Medicare. Well, one of the things I'd always talk to people about is the difference between a supplement and an Advantage plan. And I would never say a supplement was bad, but I would say there's three negatives to a supplement once I went through it. And then I would say the three, three negatives on a supplement is you may pay for something that you never use. So you may be paying... Two, three thousand, four thousand dollars a year um, for something that you may never even use, and over ten years that can equate to $30,000 $30 to forty thousand dollars from yeah. fifty-five to um, uh, sixty-five to seventy-five. And I have a hard time thinking that you would spend that in co-pays and coinsurance on a Medicare Advantage plan. Yeah. So that's just my my, my personal views. Um, number two is rates do this, they go up, they don't go down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then third, if you go directly into a skilled nursing facility on a supplement, um, uh, you're going to be on the hook for the full bill if you're on a supplement. So those are the three negatives, because if you don't get admitted to a hospital um, for at least three days on a uh, supplement, you will pay the full bill. And you can see these um, videos on like NBC Nightly News. Um, You can do your own research on making sure that you at least go into a facility or into a hospital for three days before you go to a skilled nursing. So that would, I would say, is the three negatives, the positives. You know, you're you're paying for something to give you peace of mind. You you know, if it's a F plan, uh, F uh, Medicare supplement, hey, you're going to be set you know, if if anything comes up, but you may be paying through the the roof when it comes to um, 85 to 90 years old. I recently wrote somebody that was 87 years of age from a supplement to an Advantage plan. Wow. He came to my community meeting on October 15th. He called me on December 2nd. Scott, hey, let's meet up. So I talked to this individual, Professor he used to be a professor at University of North Carolina. Wow. smart, intelligent person. He goes, Scott, I have a question for you. Why am I staying on this supplement? <laughs> goes, I'm paying $400, over $400 a month on this supplement. Wow. We looked at the max out of pocket on the Advantage plan. It was $5,000. <laughs> he was maxing out a Medicare Advantage plan. So wow. these are some things that you can talk to Christian more about. Because um, it's very important to understand how a max out-of-pocket works different from a deductible or hitting a mm-hmm. uh, deductible. There's um, definitely differences in those two things. Um, so that's one of the big reasons I, I feel like an advantage plan overall. I think you're going to save money. The one thing that I tell clients to do, though, is to look at like a guaranteed trust and life product to do yes. a hospital indemnity, short-term care policy, along with a cancer policy. So somebody here in North Carolina at age 65, we can put them on um, all three of those plans for right around $76 a month. And that's going to cover the gaps of the Medicare Advantage plan. So they yeah. would never max out a Medicare Advantage plan by me doing that. So you give them a $0 Medicare Advantage plan with the hospital indemnity plan the short-term care and the um, cancer plan and that would take care of all those holes the major holes of a advantage plan and that rate does not go up so at age 65 that's what you're going to be paying at 75 whereas in a supplement they continue to go up so that's I, i tell people you have three options you got medicare supplement medicare advantage and then Medicare Advantage with gap fillers. I love that. Your your three options to protect yourself. Because the last thing I want to have happen is to have somebody come back to me and go, Scott, you did not make me aware of this gap on the hospital or on the skilled nursing. And we're actually, and Christian knows this, we're required to tell you about these hospital indemnity plans. So if the Mm -hmm. agent's not bringing that up, they really don't know what they're doing in this, this market. Right. They right. should be talking to you about those three options every single time that they sit down with you.
1: 100%. I mean, and it, it makes so much sense too, because, you know, like if you think about it, like if someone picks up a, a, a hospital indemnity plan with GTL and they pick up a, um, a short term care plan and they pick up a cancer plan, well, there's going to be some areas that they may even have better coverage than the Medicare supplement because the short term care plan will pay you know, in a lot of cases up to a year in an assisted living, Um, the cancer plan will not only help with the medical costs of the cancer, but also the part D costs, the drug costs um, with the tier five cancer medications. And so I think it's, I think that's very smart. You know, it's beefing up their coverage, giving them the good coverage they want without having them pay through the nose in premium. I love that. And we do that a lot too.
0: Yeah. And and you think about like, if you add cancer, I'm a big proponent of adding cancer just because my dad's went, through it, and I know the cost of it, and is and if the agent that he had met with when he first came onto a Vantage plan, we could have probably got him the cancer policy, and that yeah. would have protected him and not max out plans and and all of all of uh, the expense of that. So, I I feel like if we can add that anytime, and I'm not trying to ever upsell anyone on cancer because. It can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought it was going to happen to my dad. I mean, I would never in a million years. But yeah, um, it could have saved my parents quite a bit of money by putting them on a cancer policy. And and the other thing I like about these cancer plans is if you're on a supplement, they're only gonna you can't do any experimental cancer cancer treatments. Whereas if you get like a ten thousand dollar or twenty five thousand dollar policy with a guaranteed trust in life you 're going to get that lump sum of money and you can use it however you want
1: that's right, yeah, and that's really smart too I think um, i don't think you hear enough agents talk about that um, well, Scott, let me shift gears to something else something that you taught me. We talked a little bit about it before um, we started started the show here and that's and that 's tricare um, yeah, big controversial subject it appears in the agent community, as we talked about a little bit, um, which I think is ridiculous but but basically, you're the first person that introduced me to the idea that someone with TRICARE for Life could could be helped and it wouldn't mess up their coverage already. Um, talk about people on TRICARE for a second and, and 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 what options they have available to them when it comes to a Medicare plan that they might not know about. Most agents, probably 90%, don't even know that they can help these people. Talk about that for a second. You're the person that taught me this. Yes.
0: And I remember, if I remember right, Christian, when you were in Tampa, Florida, you would call me and say that the the individuals that work for other companies were saying you can't do. Yeah, if I remember right, we had that phone conversation. So I remember.
1: Well,
0: first and foremost, everybody has a Medicare and You handbook that has turned sixty-five or has access to them. Thanks. Thanks for showing me. <laughs> I, I feel my parents every single year. So <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, with that Medicare new handbook, it will talk about whether you're on VA TRICARE or employer group uh, retiree plans um, by the federal government. Um, so with TRICARE, how that works, obviously when you turn 65, you're going to, if you're on TRICARE, you got to start paying, For Part B, um, unless you have Medicaid. So you're gonna be paying the $144 um, for your Part B premium. And that gives you entitlement to Medicare's Part A and B. A lot of individuals don't understand um, that they can add benefits to their TRICARE with not taking anything away from their TRICARE. TRICARE, you've earned the, the right to have that. And we appreciate your service that you did that. But realize we're not going to harm you by adding to those benefits. We're not going to ever take away. I would never tell anyone to get drop their TRICARE. I would never put them in a position where it would cancel out their TRICARE. Um, so when they have TRICARE, how this works is they're going to have their TRICARE benefits over here. We're not going to touch those. Um, and with having Medicare, they're working together. So the piece that we're going to add is we're going to add a Medicare Advantage plan, whether it has prescription drugs or not, you can have either way. We have an agent in Utah that works for Kellogg that is, um, on TRICARE and has a Medicare Advantage plan. So I know it works. Um, and and he talks so highly of how it has benefited him. So what will happen is when you have a Tricare plan with a Medicare Advantage plan, you're you're going to see the added benefits in dental, vision, and hearing. Also, you, you're typically going to get see like a gym membership, whether it's Renew Active, Silver Sneakers, whatever company it might be. You'll you'll get those benefits. You also might see like over the counter essential benefits on certain plans in certain markets. Mm-hmm. One of the other benefits too that a lot of people don't know about, where I just found out about, is one of my clients that I just recently put onto a Medicare plan without prescription drugs. Um, they were on Tricare. Put them on this Medicare essential Medicare Advantage essential plan, and. They called up TRICARE and found out on their benefit, if they travel abroad, they're only covered up to
1: $3,000. That's crazy. I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah. And so on most Medicare Advantage plans, there's an unlimited benefit worldwide coverage if you were to get sick, let's say if you're in Spain or other places. So you're really doing yourself a disservice by not going on to an Advantage plan. I would, and, uh, one of the only negatives, I'll I'll tell you two negatives of why you won't want to do it, um, is if you were to go onto a Medicare Advantage plan that does not have a robust network of doctors, United Healthcare, you're going to be fine with, Aetna, you're going to be fine with, Humana, you're going to be fine with, for the most part, All, all three of those carriers, because they have, um. Uh, the networks that you need, um, because what you don't want to have happen is you're on a Tricare plan and also you want to go see a doctor and they're not in the network. Okay, so that that would be the the main reason. You got to just make sure when you're talking to the agent, um, make sure that all your doctors or any doctors that you would like to go see, whether they're in this home state that you're in, or they're in New York, or they're in Utah, or wherever it might be. That you can get access to that care. Um, Trying to think, the second negative is if there's any restrictions on the plan. I put a neighbor on, or I had an agent put one of my neighbors on a Vantage plan, and it had a. You had to get a referral Mm. to go from a primary to a specialist. He did not like that. Yeah. So. That that would be the only other hindrance. Other than that, there is no reason not to add a Advantage plan with a um, TriCare plan. You you're hurting yourself by not doing it.
1: Yeah, well, I I agree. I mean, you know, I've 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 told people far and wide. You know, some of my happiest clients, some of my most loyal clients are are TriCare people. You know, that we've done exactly that for. Um, and so I. You know, I just think, you know, <clears throat> it's crazy because there's so few people that understand it. Um, and, you know, I always I was anytime anyone ever talks to me about it, you know, I, I credit you. I'm like, Scott's the one that should, that, that taught me that because I had no clue. I remember I still remember the phone call, you know, that we had um, when you were still here in Utah. And you're like, and you're you like, you're like, you're like, Christian, you can write these people. I'm like, you can because my, my dad even told taught us that we sh- we couldn't. You know? uh-huh. and, and I went to go talk to him and he's like, he's like, Oh, he's like, I didn't know that. <laughs> and so it, we started doing it and it was great. Well,
0: it's kind of interesting too, like uh, election codes. So as a, uh, as an agent, we have election codes that we can use. And uh, there's a election code, which is a special enrollment period that we can enroll you if you're on TRICARE VA anytime throughout the year. So realize if you have VA or TRICARE, um, we can put you on to a Medicare Advantage plan during outside of annual enrollment period.
1: Crazy. That's crazy. Um, Well, Scott, let let me shift gears. I have one last question here for you. Um, Back to the agent thing for a second. You mentioned, you know, not all agents are created equal. How can someone differenti- differentiate a good agent from a bad agent when they're picking? Let's say they're turning 65 and they have, they're have they talking to 10 different agents all at the same time. How can they pick a good one from a bad one?
0: I, f- I feel like first and foremost, you got to feel like y- you could call that person and that they mm-hmm. would return your phone call. I mean... If you base it totally on personality, I think you could hurt yourself because there's some people that could act like, "Hey, they're your best friend, and you'll never hear from them again." Yeah, uh, I would make sure that you're picking somebody that you feel like, "Hey, if if I needed to get an answer to something, could I call this person? Would they return my call within 24 hours?" I think that's the most important part: is are they willing to communicate? Because I've seen some new agents that put older agents to shame. Yeah um, I would base it on age. I would based on how long they've been in the business. I would base it more on, does this person seem like they care about me? Do they seem like the type of person that's going to do research and not just give me an answer to a question without really knowing what they're talking about? Um, I think that's vital. Um, are they professional with me? Um, would I refer other people to this person? I mean, these are just questions I would ask myself if I was a beneficiary.
1: I'm, I think those are all great points. You know, I think, I think, you know, you mentioned personality and I think that's something that doesn't get talked about enough. I mean, you can have an agent come through your door and they could have a booming huge personality, you know, and they, but they could be a, a snake oil salesman and, you know, at the same time and, you know, they're, they're just trying to sign you up for something and get out the door and never talk to you again. And, and I think that's huge, you know, because it's not all about personality. It's about who you feel comfortable with over the long haul. Yeah. Um, One
0: of the things I train my agents on too is no matter what, we always educate the person. Whether they've been on Medicare for 15 years, or this is the first time they're going on to Medicare, we're going to go through parts A and B of Medicare. We're going to go through part C, part D. We're going to explain that. We're going to explain the limitations of it. No matter if we've met with, if they've been on it forever. I I yeah. feel like we always should be, as an agent, we should always be educating the individual, the beneficiary.
1: I agree. I agree completely. I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of agents, you know, I mean, and I'm sure you see them too, you know, especially in your area, agents that are, you know, only interested in doing med subs for people.
0: Mm-hmm. And they don't
1: and they they don't they won't even offer Medicare Advantage funds, I think those agents are doing people a disservice because they're showing them one side of the coin they're not even explaining the other options they would never know if they just talked to that agent and that agent alone
0: yep you gotta you gotta explain like I always tell my agents you gotta go over the three options with everyone, let the beneficiary figure out what's best for them because it's their help it's mm-hmm. their you know they're the ones that have to go bed at night going. I like what, what option I picked and mm-hmm. I, I look at all the options and I feel good about it. And so you, you need to have somebody as an agent that can help you through that process. And sometimes, I mean, as agents, we have to be careful because we're not supposed to like tip our hat to one plan or the other, but I, I gently help <laughs> my members <laughs> kind of see the big picture and see where they want to go. Um, and there's certain things that we say as agents, like, this is what plan my parents are on. <laughs> so no, that's all a cue. guilty of that. It, yeah. That's probably uh, a cue that the plan's probably pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So Those are just good little things when you're, you're sitting down with somebody to to listen for.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's so funny you mentioned that, like, you know, when I, every time I'm meeting with someone, at least here in Utah, you know, my dad's on Medicare now and I, you can probably guess what plan he picked, put himself on. I'm not going to say it, but you know, you it's got a very hurt there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple. You want me to send you some?
0: <laughs> <messing with> you.
1: <laughs> no, um, but anyway, um, you know, and, and it's a very popular plan in our market. I know, you know, which plan I'm talking about um, in Utah. And so, you know, I'll be meeting with a client and when that plan comes up, you know, I'm like I, every time I'm like, well, I'm like my dad, I'm like, has been a Medicare agent for 30 years. You know, he was one of the first, to really do specialize it here in Utah. And, um, I'm like, and he's on this plan and they're like, wow, you know, it must be pretty good, pretty good, you know? So I've done it just as much as anybody.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. And, you know, and it's, it's great like for you to have your dad as a backbone in your business. That's Mm -hmm. fantastic. Cause I've known your dad since I've been in the industry and it's, it's good to have somebody like that as a mentor that is a trusted advisor in, in that market and other markets to bring you along. And it's, it's been fun seeing what you and your dad have done with that agency.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks Scott. I mean, it's been, it's been, it's been truly awesome to kind of see you, you know, kind of branch off and do everything that you're doing. I mean, you're doing so great and uh, talk about your agency for a second. Let's let's, if, if someone's listening to this, and, you know, they might, you know, resonate with something that you said, and they might want to work with you and your, your organization. How can they get in touch with you? And what markets can you guys work with people in?
0: Yeah, so my um, best way to probably get a hold of me is my phone number is um, 801-718-0363. Um, and the markets that we represent is North Carolina is like our home state. That's where we live. So we really know the nuts and bolts of that market. Um, also, we're up into Virginia, South Carolina, Florida, and we have um, a some footprint in uh, Utah as well. But our, our main focus is North Carolina. That's where we specialize um, and really focus in on. Um, we have 60 insurance agents throughout um, that area that we just shared with you. And we've done that in the last couple of years. And we actually... Christian, you, you've really um, inspired me to get more involved with websites and f- Facebook pages. And so we just re- rebranded our name, actually. So our new insurance agency name is Assist Insurance Agency. And so awesome. uh, our, our website will be assistu.com. Because um, when it came down to it, I feel like I'm assisting people. And I love basketball. So that's kind of how. As do I. <laughs> Yeah, I came. We came up with the name Assist is because you know Assist is a big part of basketball, Mm -hmm. Um, and when we can assist and and help everybody win, that's when it's great. And that's that's the plug for all of like any insurance agent. You need to at the end of the day, you need to have a trusted agent. Um, Too often, people will just sign up for a plan online with not having anybody to be in their corner. And just don't do that. Make Mm -hmm. sure you call Christian, myself, another agent, um, because we're going to have the insight for those individual markets on what um, plans have in, uh, let's say, about networks, any limitations that the plans have. And so it's just important for us to understand um, that you need an agent that's going to be there to help you through that whole process.
1: Hey, well, I couldn't agree more with that. And um, yeah, everybody should go check out um, the Facebook page. And if, like I said, if, if, if something Scott said resonated with you on this episode, give him a call. Um, he's one of the smartest people that I know in the industry, and he'll, he'll, him and his organization do a great job with you guys. Um, Scott, thank you so much for taking the time. This was awesome.
0: Christian, appreciate you having me, and uh, really enjoyed working with you and your dad over the years in Utah. So. Thank
1: you. Hey, well, awesome. Well, everybody, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks so much for spending it with us. Um, We'll be back with you with another episode. Take care. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Wash your hands all the whole nine yards. We'll be back.